Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. All right, five after five. It is that time once again. Let's hit the books, part of the Hammer Betting Network, alongside the man, the myth, the legend himself, who's five minutes late, I might add, today. I like that that catch line, the five after five, baby. Yeah, Where five after five. Uh, let's see if we can get uh, to five and five this week on bat, best bets. That would be pro- uh, forward progress, you. if you know what I'm saying. That is Joey Kanish. I am merely Brad Powers. Producer extraordinaire Zach Phillips is with us. A whole hell of a lot of people are already firing away in the chat. Before we get into any of that, we recap the best bets. We talk week six. Look forward to the big matchups for week seven. Let me remind everybody that Hit the Books is brought to you by BetStamp. The easiest way to improve as a sports better is to use multiple sports books. And you always get the best odds. And we recommend using an odds comparison tool like BetStamp. BetStamp compares odds across every sports book for games, futures, player props. You can save time and money by checking BetStamp before you bet. Download the app today. If you're looking to sign up for a new sportsbook account, please check out the offers available at betstamp.app slash hit the books. Or you can hit the link in the description. If you sign up through this page, it does help support the show. Make sure you are supporting the show by hitting that like button right out of the gates here. Kanish, uh, unfortunately, another, I, I said the portfolio looked okay. Yeah, we're going uh, to have to get that line out of the show. Yeah, to say the least. Uh, I got to tell you, man, uh, It'd be one thing if we were getting our teeth kicked down our throat and, and all these best bet losses, but when like three or four every week are like last scores, and we're not the we're not the score that's uh, you know getting it to you know okay we, we we failed to cover the spread by three or four points. No, it's the other team scoring uh, to to turn a win into a loss. It's getting pretty frustrating. Temple game was frustrating to say the least, man. Okay. 500 yards, five TDs. If you would have told me that going in, it would have been the the, the play of the century uh, from Warner. And uh, they go for two the first time. Of course, don't get it. Then on the, the second touchdown, don't go for two to get back into 14. So that was uh, that was a nice cherry on top. Um, and to finish the night, just the, the Miami, uh, one of the real all-time uh, finishes there from – from a game to to put the Miami futures uh, officially in the in the grave. Um, I thought not only how the game played out, you, you, there was going to be some concern. Yeah, made us believe. Yeah, well, I yeah. tell you what. Yeah, that, I'm. A, I don't know how anybody's a believer in Mario Cristobal going forward any at any point uh, after that one. So, yep. Rough weekend. Uh, hey, yeah, lay La Lions big winner, Crest man. I tell you that. At least we got that one in there. Um, but man, uh, tough, tough day in the gridiron. And then, uh, yeah, to see that couple of those finishes down the end, uh, just absolutely brutal. Let's keep it with Miami here. We'll get right to the comments. Uh, thoughts on Miami this week getting more than a field goal? I mean. Um, what do you I, think? Um, there's like, listen, I don't want to go too narrative driven, but. The, the reaction from some of the players, like there was that one video of the guy saying like, what the F are we doing on the, one of the linemen on the sideline? It looked like the team was like totally shook in shambles. Now, again, 
you can play that two ways, or you could say they could rally. They could. Uh, the, yeah. uh, well, though, what I would really say though is North Carolina is absolutely crushing, and that was a team I'll take the the L in, in terms of the preseason. The team I was probably most wrong on going into the season was. Uh, I, I mean, they, they look, they just absolutely blasted a Syracuse team going in. They've looked fantastic on the year. And I don't know. I don't know how Miami rebounds after a game like that where um, you're, you're, you know, all of the, the stuff you had going going ahead of you looks um, now in hindsight is like, well, you know, you're you're a loss away from, from being, yeah, crystal balled. You're, you're a loss away from being eliminated in the ACC, eliminated from the play, all that. So I don't know. It's, it's a tough game to come back on after that. I've been North Carolina. Uh, number one, like you mentioned, North Carolina's. Whew, I mean, what they did at Syracuse, I, I don't think got enough notice because they destroyed Syracuse, not just on the scoreboard, but in the box score. That was a legitimate 30-plus point win there. And two, I question it. Wh- whether they can rally the troops or not, I don't know, man. I If my coaches did that to me, I wouldn't have any confidence in them moving forward. That's just me. So – um, North Carolina for me in that game seems a little light to be honest with you. Um, the, just talking power rating. Uh, so North Carolina for me, uh, let's see what the market does later in the week. I can tell you if it goes back down to three, we will have a best bet on Friday show on North Carolina. Cause that's, that, that's the buy price for me. Uh, let's keep it going here. Another big game this week. You guys uh, brought up Notre Dame USC last week. Current thoughts. Not much has changed as far as I'm concerned. Uh, both teams had bad performances though. Uh, SC was, whoo, that's, that's pretty ugly. Although I think they're more playing around with their opponent, like a, a cat with a mouse a little bit. Notre Dame was more disheartening, specifically how they lost. They got owned at the line of scrimmage. Team does look a little tired. This will be the fourth consecutive ranked opponent, fourth consecutive big time primetime game. Uh, I like SC in the game. I know people are going to say, oh, Notre Dame is going to win in the trenches. I heard that same narrative going into last year's USC game and USC won the line of scrimmage. So, I bet USC at open uh, market likes Notre Dame. I don't. I think I question Notre Dame coaching staff. They'll get out coached here. Uh, what say you? Yeah, I think this is one that's just going to trade in between. You saw it when it got to three a little bit, and there was no Notre Dame. There was USC buyers there. Um, I agree. I, we, you know, we we gave out three on the look ahead. I still like it three. I think the one thing that's kind of been playing into this, and we we've talked about the cautionary tale of factoring in weather this early in the week, where. Yes, you know, looks like there's going to be some storm system in the Midwest, rain, wind. That definitely helps Notre Dame if it actually can't. You know, there's so many of these games. When we're talking about five, six, seven days out um, for the weather that you need to have a significant impact on the game without lightning at the same time it's happening in that. So, um yeah, again, if it's if it's if it's going to be 15, 20 mile per hour winds and rainy, yeah. that definitely is a is a Notre Dame, uh, you know, kind of an equalizer for them. But at the same time, you're you're relying on weather a week out, and I still I still like a field goal here. I I, I mean, I think you. I don't even need the field goal. goal. I like the plus sign. <laughs> I was going to say me. you are. More, I know. I know your bullets on this one. Um, I think looking like probably Zach branch might be back for this one. I know he's been kind of held out the last two. Um, yeah. Obviously USC's defense are some questions, but Notre Dame, I mean, I was shocked at how Notre Dame's offense struggled against Louisville there. I, I mean that it, it's not that Louis, you know, I was you know, shocked that Louisville came out and gave a good performance. 
that they were able to just control the line of scrimmage on Notre Dame, which is their big calling card. They got nobody at receiver to, to really make a play. So, no. and I know it's a USC defense. That's not any damn good, but can you go score for score with USC? Um, no. Yeah. Unless it's, unless it's going to be a real rough one in terms of weather. Uh, I still, I know you're, I know you're on the ND or the USC outright bandwagon. I still like it at a field goal. Yeah. Uh, let's talk that weather. Uh, whew. What what do we have uh, this after this afternoon? Not Monday evening. We're talking mo- morning afternoon. What about fifteen or twenty totals got hit uh, in the market? Uh, I don't know. With the weather totals, I gotta tell you, uh, I am more on wanting to fade it later in the week. I think people are overpricing this stuff, and, and I, I gotta. I mean, if you can predict the weather six days in advance, five days in advance, I mean, I I haven't seen anybody. In man in the human history that's been able to do that. So <laughs> I know I mean I've kudos, unless it's like you know it's a you know a, a path for like a hurricane type thing, betting these 15 mile an hour winds with a chance of rain type stuff. I, I just oof, I don't know, man. Uh we'll revisit those on Friday. Yeah, I, you say it's a new market that where totals are opening, you know, even on the soft open on Mondays, if there's any projected weather. People are just going right to it. They're just, you know, they're just hitting it away, uh, knocking it down a touchdown. Um, and so, you know, there's a couple of ways you can you can play that. Um, uh, but I agree. I, I like to get, you know, later in the week to where uh, yeah, either you can fade the move or you have more of a sense of if there's actually going to be something significant there. Um, so, yeah, it, it's just it, it's it's hard to, to factor in on Monday what, what you're going to see. And then you've got to be, you know, you're really up on it. If you're going to take the position and then, you know, the weather changes, are you going to trade out of it? Is it going to be, you know, so it, it's it's a lot um, if, if you're, you know, banking on weather a week in advance. And outside of that one weekend where it just crushed in the FCS, I mean, these things aren't doing great. I mean, even last weekend I saw Toledo UMass get hit, went yep. over UTSA, yep. uh, Temple. Got hit, went over. Oh, woof. We'll revisit those on Friday. Don't be a bit surprised. We might be. If it's not looking as bad as the, uh, they're playing it right now, we're going to be playing some overs. Wyatt in the chat, let's keep it rolling here. Joey, I personally sent Mario Cristobal an angry letter on your behalf. <laughs> the Kanish Army is after him. Also, oh, yeah, hopefully, you should have. I would have co signed it on you after that one. Um, How does that happen, man? How does that even happen? I just don't. He's done it before. There with like they went yeah. back and like, like I remember the Stanford uh, game where he lost with Oregon, where he handed it off to. I, I don't know what you're doing. I mean, there were so many layers to that of just like they they called the timeout with a minute eighteen left, Georgia Tech. So you can see there was yeah. no like rush to the like you can just calculate on the sideline like oh forty second play clock, knee it twice, game's over. I, I don't yeah. know how you go out there in a three point game. Handed. The other thing was, I thought his elbow, maybe I'm biased. I thought his elbow was down yeah, and they ruled, so. ruled it on the stands on the field. So I don't know. And then you give and up. How does uh, the defense, I mean, act like the <laughs> two plays, 75 yards. It's not like they fumbled on their own 10 yard line and Georgia Tech scored. <laughs> they had to go the length of the field to score a touchdown. Just, I mean, it's unbelievable. It really was like an all, all, all timer that uh, you, you will, you won't soon forget. Um, I don't know. That's one of those. It, it, I don't know how you're like, as, as far as a season, as far as like a coach, like, man. And it's funny, like, this, I saw that Mario Cristobal experience, like, they had some like big commit the next day, like, some like four and a half star guy oh, commits yeah. to about. Like, that is, that is peak Miami. 
Yeah. I will say this. He wasn't alone. I saw a couple other unbelievably bad clock situations. Jalen Milrow threw that incomplete pass. Yeah, all that was yeah. had to do with yeah. Where like you would rush to the line and threw like <laughs> that game would have gotten way more heat if the crystal ball thing didn't happen. Yes. And I saw even one on Friday night. I literally read Matt Rule's lips. He told the quarterback Har Harburg or whatever his name is, snap the ball with 35 left. The kid snapped it with 45 left. He's like screaming at him. He's like, I told you to snap it with 35. I can read his lips right on the sidelines. I don't get it. What's going on? Uh, oh, let's finish up Wyatt's questions. Georgia Southern plus three and a half. LSU under. I can't bet LSU unders, man. I mean, I not only are these totals going over, they're going, they're flying over by an average of like 17 points per game. Maybe this is the week it does it. I would prefer the Auburn side in that game off a of bye. LSU's played a lot of big-time close games here recently. I just wonder how much they got in the tank. I could see that as far as the total. Georgia Southern, no, I'm actually – I love Georgia Southern, but I'll tell you what I like more is James Madison's defensive line, which is a le very legit unit uh, at home, JMU for me. Um, yeah, I, I tell you what, I'm on the same night. I get it where, like, LSU's big issues have been in the secondary in the past game. That's not really what Auburn does. Um but at the same time, do I want to get in front of this, you know, and think there's going to be some like great defensive performance? Not really. Um, I agree with you on the side that, that I'd lean Auburn. Um, but now there's, and the other thing of it, Georgia Southern, James Madison, it's one that I, I think I had it right about where it's at um, in terms of where the line's going to be. So it's not one that I was jumping to get involved in either way, but I think that could be, uh, I know James Madison can't play for the Sun Belt title, but that, that's a game if Georgia Southern can find a way to win, you're kind of in, uh, you know, pole position there for for making yeah. a uh, Sun Belt title run there. So, um, yeah, well, we'll see. I, but I don't have, you know, a strong opinion on either of those two as far as, uh, you know, I haven't, I haven't bat either side. Troy and South Alabama had were impressive last week on the West side. Uh, yeah, yes, played it. Finally, played up the preseason expectations. It'll be interesting. Sun Belt's, Sun Belt's pretty good. Uh, trip in the chat. Uh, question for you guys: Is there a strike price for the Fresno State? U State total to hit it under, seeing 59 and a half at three books. I bet a super soft opener fan. Let me ask you this. I know FanDuel has been going early on the biggest games. Was this the first week they posted like 25, 30 games, like three hours before Circa? Yeah, Did I you saw that, that. Where um, maybe my thought process is like, well, it's later in the year. We feel our numbers are better, so they're going to they're gonna go into it and open. Um, but I, I don't like it, a couple legal books there. Uh putting out numbers before Circa. Um, so, yeah, that, that is the first – I mean, that's the highest volume I've seen. For yeah, sure. I've seen um, like 10 games a week, but not like yeah. 25 or 30. Yeah, like they were dipping into the G5 games and stuff. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it was getting yeah, a, little, a little wild. So, what I'm getting at, Trip, is I bet over, but I'll say – I think the under is the right price uh, – is the right side, I should say, right now. Uh, Mikey Keene might not go for Fresno. Short week. Tough betting unders on Utah State games, though, right now, because uh, they're going over by an average of like three touchdowns a game. So did you did you play this one at all? I saw a little Utah State money come in. Yeah, that was the only I uh, took a position at, at seven on Utah State. Uh, obviously, that got bought down today. I don't have anything, uh, you know, under. A t and again, that was not a significantly, uh, you know, bullish play. Uh, just playing a number there. If Keen doesn't go. Then, then we're talking about, you know, where I, I'd be much more bullish on the Fresnos. 
we talked last week, and I said I thought Fresno was a little fraudulent, even though you yeah, got me in the were. head. You got me in the head to head on Marshall by the uh, the hook there. Um, but listen, numbers uh, matter. I I, <laughs> I I don't. I'm not that big of a you know believer in this Fresno team uh, altogether. And if Keen doesn't go, I, I would. I can see him losing outright. To be honest with you, I agree. I agree. we'll revisit this on Friday night. But Utah yeah. State lo- looks like a. a Good for a round robin, to be honest with you. For sure. The, Utah State's better than what I expected this year. I didn't expect much. Uh, that was – you talk about impressive performances. They, they got after Colorado State pretty good, uh, especially after that slow start. Mickey in the chat, TCU minus four and a half. Chandler Morris may be out, but it seems like the market way overcompensated. You know, I can I can get behind that. But let, let, I don't know if the bottom has fallen out yet as far as the, the side price here. But I, I think eventually I'll get the TCU – it bo- I think BYU is overrated, but it bothers me that BYU is off a bye, and I, I don't know. Sonny Dykes is – I mean, it's one of the worst coaching performances of, of the year so far. They've been at least a six-and-a-half-point favorite in every game so far, and they're sitting here at three and three. I I just didn't like what I saw from Josh Hoover after Morris went out, and it looks like I think the announcement today, Morris is going to be out for the year. Um, oh, it is? That's new. All right. I think he was either that or I don't think he's – he's definitely not going to be in this week. I, yeah, he's listen, I, I don't I can't get behind it with 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 the backup quarterback there. And I, I wasn't the biggest Chandler Morris guy to begin with, but it looked like a significant downgrade um, versus an Iowa State defense. That's terrible. He was really bad. Took a couple of bad sacks, too. Um, they just they just as soon as Morris went out, they were they really couldn't get back into the game. Um, I can't lay that number uh, on BYU. Not that I'm a BYU truther, but um Backup quarterback on a team that I don't think is very good to begin with. Uh, to be honest with you, I, I kind of lean the BYU side there. I haven't bet it. But... What about the total? Where's the total at? Can you bring that one up, Zach? Uh, where'd the total? I, I we had so many totals moves. Fifty three and a half. I like the under. Uh, so we'll see what ends up happening there. I under. We'll revisit that, and there'll be another one we we revisit on Friday. We will get to some best bets, guys. Again, make sure you're hitting that like and subscribe button. We got some best bets coming your way here, I promise you. Uh, David, is this week to back Coach Prime if a flat 10 develops? I'm not there, man. That's just Colorado's a tough watch, man. I watched a lot of that Arizona State game, just so sloppy with the penalties and Stanford off a bye, short week. I'm not laying it, are you? No, I actually I I bet a little Stanford. Uh and this is one there was um, you know, a little bit of juice 13 out there. Um Again, Stanford off a bye. I love their coaching staff. I think Ashton Daniels will be okay. He's gotten dinged up in the last two Stanford games. Um, But with the bye, I don't think it was anything serious, Um, especially if he goes. I like Stanford in this game. I don't want to best bet it. I'm fine. A 12. Yeah, yeah, yeah. let's go with the 12 there. Because I tell you what, if he plays, I don't see how this closes above. I mean, Colorado team laying double digits. Listen, you Arizona State at one point in last week's game was down to like walk on offensive linemen at multiple positions, and they probably should have won that. And it took a Colorado comeback to win that game. And now you're yeah. laying double. I don't think Stanford's any good, but I tell you what, um, I don't think Arizona. Yeah, I don't. I don't think as long as again we'll get it in now because I I, I think Daniels is going to play, and I think once that's for sure, this comes further down. But yeah, I'm I'm good locking it in. And for as much love as Prime gets from the public, I have seen very anti-Colorado positions on game day. 
including last week, the Arizona yep. State game. That line. And in the I don't think Hunter's back at all. I think it's longer. No. It looked like so. I don't think he'll be back. Um, and he might be more important in terms of what we've seen post him. Uh, to as far as like any non-quarterback in the country, uh, they they yep. really need him back. Um, and I, and listen, I, I I'll say I, if you want to do a round robin, Stanford, I was another one. Every week I'd put as Colorado was a favorite, I would round robin the dog in this one, especially <laughs> yeah. at this price. Yeah, I like that. Best bet Stanford. Love it. Uh, and also, we're getting to that point in the season. Colorado's played seven. I mean, every game is either close or it's his huge, big spotlight game. Seven straight weeks of it. Stanford off a bye. Stanford. Love it. Kansas. Oklahoma State. Thoughts from Charles. Uh, mm, it depends on Daniels, obviously. Kansas looked pretty good last week, to say the least, over UCF. You want to talk about a major market move that went down in flames. Uh, but I don't know. I like some things that I saw from Oklahoma State. Looks like they got a reset after a bye. Uh, I don't know. There's a lot of variance in this one. I could see Oklahoma State winning outright or Kansas winning by 14, 17 points. Well, did you play anything here? No, I wouldn't lay it. Now, I mean, this is one, you know, on the, the circle open, the softer opens, the round pick minus one. That was, you know, if you got in front of that, that was good. Now that it's crossed over three and a half, I, again, as you said, Daniels, I, I think in these games against, you know, Bean has looked pretty good throughout his career, but you go up against some of the, you know, the tougher defenses or in situations where they got to be a little bit more pass happy. I think that's when it comes into play more often. Um, so, yeah, and I'm not sure it, he's got a tricky, like that back injury. It's hard to know for sure. Like the, you know, yeah. a few weeks ago, it looked like he was going to go in pregame warmups. He gets knocked out. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't, and I agree with you. It looked like Oklahoma State did to do a bit of a reset in terms of we've seen a couple of these this year, Iowa State, Sam Houston State, where teams like after the first couple of weeks are like, this offense sucks. We're going to completely revamp it like during yeah. that bye week or during it and come out and is and looks like a totally different team. And so, um, yeah, I and, and Kansas, not a great defense either. So uh, I wouldn't. But I, I haven't bought any Oklahoma State with that said either. So it's just kind of one I'm staying away from there now. YouTube user is Ohio the best group of five team right now. Uh, I'm not there yet in my power ranks. I do have them above Toledo in the Mac, though. I think some people might be surprised by that. Uh, I still. Uh, that's going to be a great MAC championship if we get there. Miami, Ohio's got something to say. And guess what? We got all three in the conference futures, those three teams. Uh, love it. Uh, that's one portfolio that I am pretty confident in as far as that one goes. <laughs> yeah. uh, Tulane, as long as Pratt's healthy, I still think I have them number one. But we're going to find out a good data point for them this uh, Friday night at Memphis. Uh, that's a pretty good one there. Uh, do you have any thoughts? I know Ohio – Depending on what number you got, they pretty much played the expectation against Kent State. Yeah, I agree. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have them at, at number one or anything there. They they have. I mean, their defense. I will say is better than I thought it was. They have had a couple of sluggish, um, you know, offensive performances under work. There took them a little bit uh, to get going against Kent State. Um, Kent State, maybe the worst second half team in the history of college football. Uh, the, yeah. the way they played out this year. Um, and so I know I uh, I think I ended up getting in a little bit of live Kent State action just uh, once the number got up there, but because uh, I you know we didn't get the twenty eight and I was like all right all right I got it, it was like thirty something I was like, all right I'm gonna go in but um, <laughs> yeah I, I don't I wouldn't have them you know in that in that tier in terms of the Tulane and the Liberty but um, hey still still a good team and I agree with you good position in the match should be a fun match finale. Crestman in the chat. Cristobal needs to be axed. Pulled the same crap versus Stanford when coaching Oregon. Never liked him, and I knew Miami would eventually falter. 
Not there yet. We'll see in a couple weeks. They got North Carolina this week. They got Clemson next week. Oof. I mean, if they don't shave up this week, it could it could get hostile in there. But it's not impacting recruiting, though. So as long as recruiting is going well, he's going to have a job. Yeah. Uh, Charles in the chat is now the time to back Kent State. <laughs> I tell you I'm what. Not there yet? Are you? Um, I know there was a little bit of love once it got to like eleven and got bought back. Yeah. The nine and a half got bought back. <laughs> Eastern Michigan though has been, even though we've we faded them a few times, um, they have been playing marginally better. Um, yeah. I don't. I I just I'm really unless. I need like to bat like last week when we said Kent State if they get to 27, 28, uh, like I need more inflation on the number to really get behind them. Um, it's probably a decent round robin play this week in terms of like you know G five conference variants where this is probably the least talented team in the MAC that they'll play. Um, and so yeah, you get a few things to break right, but um, yeah, I mean the, we've we spent too much time on this show this year talking about Kent State. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Akron with the backup looked pretty bad. Oh, uh, yeah. Fair. No, very, very fair there. Yeah. Jack State, uh, Connor in the chat. Jack State and Sam Houston State as dogs one week. Yeah, I made those two bets. Uh, I'm not as wild about Jacksonville State as I am Sam Houston State. I think Jacksonville State's got a few phony finals. Sam Houston State, I've seen the buy. The buy price went on against Jacksonville State uh, two weeks ago, and then they continued that one right into the Liberty game. That was pretty legitimate against Liberty. There wasn't much flukiness there. Uh, so, yeah, I did I did bet them. Did you uh, – I mean, I I'm wasn't actually, the only one because I saw a lot of people betting Sam Houston State. Yeah, that was – oh, I was – I was on – I wish, uh, you know, again, it's unfortunate that the line crashed so far by now uh, for the show. But, yeah, I mean, I saw it pop to seven at Circa, uh, which I was happy to take. Then there were sixes out there all day yesterday. Um, I can't get to, like – I am not convinced that New Mexico State is a better team than Sam Houston, like head to head in terms of like, and I'm not, you're going to give New Mexico State, what, three points of HFA or no, 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 no. So to me, this line, I I, I would have had it two and a half, three. Um, That's where I have it. Two I, and I half. think, it, it, to be honest with you, I still don't mind it over three. If this is going to be the new, and again, it's not electric, but if this is going to be the new Sam Houston offense, uh, I think their defense should be able to handle this New Mexico State team. So, I think they're very, very live in this game. Um, and so four, we're going to play it at four. I'm, I'm okay with it still at four. If you want to lock right, that. There's plenty of fours. Yeah. Best bet it. I, I, I could see Sam Houston winning this game. Agreed. The I, only I, one I I'm actually, I'm oppo on. I, I like a little Liberty. There's still some five and a half, uh, a smattering right. of five and a half. I kind of like live again. They played down to Sam Houston state last week. Um, but I'm, I'm not on the rich rod Jacksonville state. I think they're passing game will struggle more versus Liberty. Um, so that's one uh, we we can. You want to head to head at six? Oh man, yeah, we'll head to head. All right, yeah, you owe me one after we, that. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Got me on the one. It's tied two two. I'm just. I mean, I'm not wild about this one that much. I took a seven, but all right, we'll uh, we'll we'll get some more head to heads going because I'm not crazy about that one because I did say Jacksonville State's off a couple phony finals, uh, but yeah, that's fine. Six, whatever. Right. I made it four and a half. I got to sack up a little bit. Uh, John in the chat, Air Force first half minus six. Oh, I haven't got to the derivatives yet. Uh, Wyoming's played Air Force pretty tough series history. Yeah. Um, same coaches. So I do look, I, you know, people, oh, they scoff at series history. When you got the same coaches for a decade. Yeah, you do look at it a little bit. So no, I'm not there yet. Although I did bet Air Force 
when they opened it. I was like, ah, the line should be 10. But yeah, I have yeah. not had a good track record with Wyoming games this year. So <laughs> I'm not making it a show bet. Some of, uh, I say, the more numbers-focused guys that I bet really liked Air Force, they had this, uh, you know, significantly higher, whereas, um, you know, my but, but like as you're saying, uh, my guy, you know, uh, Franchise KF, who knew serious history where they've been able to defend the option really well and kind of challenge yeah. them. Also, this is like slow, t- slow tempo versus slow tempo, uh, you know, type of thing. So the number might be, you know, if you're, if you're doing that, you know, ratings or modeling, it might be a bit short, but when you factor in, as you said, the serious history with these coaching staffs, plus the, the, you know, the painfully slow tempo they both play at, I think, you know, I think that's at 10 is about right. Connor in the chat, we'll keep it rolling. A&M plus three and a half. No, I bet Tennessee. What say you? I, I agree. I'd lean with uh, if, if you got a flat, flat three. I didn't I don't think I actually found one, but if there's a flat three, I, I'd bleed Tennessee. They got their big uh, their center back. Uh, if you, there's a couple of it's threes out there, but I'm with you there. Tennessee, I think they got the Cade Mays. I think they're all conference center back and their run game, which helped out Joe Mooney. You know, when it's, it's a a team that can, you know, you Milton, you got to have some things in the offense that help it go where it can't just be him, you know, precision passing. They got the run game going. A&M secondary is miserable. I think it's a perfect team to take some shot plays against. Um, and coming off a game versus Bama, you know, extremely physical game in that. Um, so I like the spot for Tennessee. I like some of the, yeah. you know, the injury report, you know, coming back for Tennessee. And this is a, it's an A&M secondary that is just dying to be exposed versus a, uh, you know, a, a good passing attack. So, you know, if Milton can hit a few plays, uh, I think that puts A&M really up against it. So, yeah, I like it. If you got access to one of those flat threes, I agree with you. Yeah, we'll revisit that one. Hope maybe there'll be some A&M buyback. I doubt it, but if it shows three uh, and more more spots on Friday, I'm okay with the best bet on Tennessee. That's how much I like that one. Uh, Austin in the chat, love the show, guys. Guy who plays on your alma mater versus Buffalo. I, I don't like BG much, but I like him this week. Uh, I can't get Buffalo to that kind of point spread. I, what was with all the uh, BG love last week? Because if you compare point spreads, I mean, what? Miami, Miami, Ohio was seven and a half point favorite. Uh, and B, Buffalo was laying seven at one point in this game. Are you kidding yeah. me? I'm being a, a bet lot of last few weeks. Um, a lot of serious market guys, uh, you know, betting BG and betting them through multiple numbers. Um, yeah. But yeah, that was not the side last week. <laughs> that, was, that was not a no. fluky result last week. Uh, it got it got uh, hammered pretty good. I didn't I didn't invest uh, in that game so far this week though. Um, I made it four, so yeah, I mean five and a half. I know it's not a key number, but I like BG, and I'm not Mister BG. I, I I'm pretty anti BG, so I just I can't get there. Buffalo, you look at that final looks good, but nah, that was turnovers uh, plus four in turnovers. I think they had two pick sixes against Central Michigan. So not buying Buffalo yet. And they had a phony cover earlier this year against Louisiana too. So yep. BG for me, be interesting to see if that late week money shows up again on BG like it has the last two weeks. Nash in the chat, how's the Uncle Kanish feeling about the Midwest games this week? Some totals are getting hit with projected weather. I would kind of talked about that a little bit. Uh, people are firing. They, they act like they know the forecast five days in advance. But uh, Yeah, I'm it's not. one of those, you know, if you didn't get in, I mean, as soon as the – the, the you know the totals were open and people were banging them under there um so yeah it's if you haven't gotten in on kind of some of the under yet may, if, again the weather worsens you'll see it keep kind of trickling down but usually the only way to to play these if you don't get in read right in on them early is to kind of uh you know sit there and see if you can you can play back at it 
China in the chat, Troy and the troops over 44 and a half. Oh, that's another one I forgot to mention. I mean, Army just needs to make one stop, and we got that win, but oh, my goodness. Yeah, that was a painful oh, one. That hurt. And then we also lost to Troy. I'm not betting Troy over when I saw what their defense did to Arkansas State. Oh, Arkansas State's new quarterback. What a shitty handicap that was by me. <laughs> yeah, oh, my God. He did Honestly, look like I got it from some game. Uh, but, boy, they, they brought him back to earth on uh, Saturday. Yeah. And honestly, and this will transition well to the next question, uh, I was reading one of these analytics guys, and he was telling me how big of an upgrade the new Arkansas State quarterback was with all the success rate. I don't know all that. I mean, I'm not Mr. Analytics with that stuff, but uh, I shouldn't have read that. If I didn't read that tweet, I don't know if we would have had a bet on that. Damn it. Nicholas, speaking of that, best place to look at EPA per play, Russian success rate. You got a website for that? Uh, there's a couple of, uh, you know, analytics, some of them now are even, you know, charged for that. So there, there's a, you gotta, you gotta almost patchwork it together. I don't think there's one place where you can get all your, like the good data together. Um, but there, there's a couple of them. If you're, you're kind of looking for that out there, um, some of them free, some of them cost money. So it, it kind of depends, uh, you know, what you, how everything you want together. Yeah. CFB data, I think is one that's free, but it's not. Yep. Yeah. That's one you can take a look at just. Honestly, just, you know, college football analytics just and just Google it. And you for like sure. Kanish uh, said you can patchwork it. I'm not totally there yet. I I'm still a little bit old school. Uh, I'm trying to understand it. Uh, <laughs> all, all those things. Uh, Kirby Ranch, do the Aggies just get blown out in Tennessee or could they rebound and play strong? Now nah, we like Tennessee. We might might be a best bet later in the week if we get the right number. Tom, uh, let's go back to USC undefeated regular season nine to one. No, I don't want no. uh, no, no, even though I'm Mr. USC this week, no, not what I've seen. I Washington, Oregon, oof. I mean that they could lose this week too. To be honest with you, yeah. I mean, no, you don't, 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 don't do that. Yeah, uh, I mean, oh, did you say Ohio State was the other one? Ohio State, yeah, Ohio State. Well, I no. tell you, they're, Tommy, they're, Ohio State's got one game coming at the end of the season. That uh, I, if you're gonna do that, I would just bet wait and bet money line versus Michigan. I'm you're not going to get three times, but I mean, or take the points in that one. If you're an Ohio State fan, like that, I'm, I would oh not. Oh my god! Because you've got you've got Penn State. I mean, what you know, average it out. What's your uh, you know the price of of the, if you parlayed you know the Penn State game and the Michigan game, and then factor in any other you know games they got left um, and that one. So no, usually for the most part, those they're. I don't know if they're a slam dunk to win at Wisconsin after yeah, Penn State. I agree. So the a lot of times those markets have too much hold in them. You're not getting any type of deal there. Occasionally you might find a mistake, but for the most part, there's those aren't worth betting. Agree. Philip in the chat, Texas Tech minus one over Kansas State. I'm anxious to see what the market does with this game. A lot of Texas Tech love last week. I'm I'm gonna fade it if it happens again this week because I'll take Kansas State off a loss. But uh I made plus one bet already. But as far as getting a bigger bet down, I'm waiting to see if there's continued support for these red Raiders. Now they look good against Baylor. Did you uh, do anything with this game yet? No, I'm, I'm with you though on the, of seeing a, you know, kind of what price we can get on uh Kansas state. Cause I mean, to me that, that said last week, not to discredit them says a lot more to me about where Baylor's at uh, than it was Texas tech yeah. uh, and what Baylor at being like Dave Aranda's probably on his way out uh, as soon as the season ends. I think they're, they're a complete disaster. So and, and you know what? Kansas State, obviously, uh, you know, struggle. Will Howard, probably the wor- his worst game of the season by a good margin um, yeah. in that one. So, uh, but I, I think they'll be 
kind of in a good spot for a bounce back there. Um, and it's a Texas Tech. I know we had talked about on the more, you know, Morton is still, I, I again, he's throwing a lot, his completion percentage and his like a dot and all that stuff of they're not hitting a lot of shot plays, you know, through the there, they were able to run it really good and pound it on Baylor. Um, will they be able to do that as much on Kansas state? I don't think so. RW fan 23, please discuss. I love it. New Mexico, San Jose state. I bet the over uh, power innings say lean to San Jose State. That was another one. Remember we said, oh, I wouldn't be a bit surprised San Jose State wins that game against Boise State. They just They're up 20. Couldn't. They're up 20, and they lose. <laughs> they give up the last <laughs> yeah. time. They, they just couldn't hang on. Now, thankfully, you got, got a cover on all the closers there. Um, but, yeah, they couldn't hang on for us uh, to win it outright. New Mexico, uh, I know this has come down a little bit. I'm with you, though, on the total play. I kind of like that over. Um I would, yeah, I can't get, it, it would have had to have been a 10 for me for New Mexico. Um, that ain't but now I, it's kind of trading right where I think it should be. Anxious to hear your thoughts on this game. Matt and Sarah Welsh, Iowa State outright again this week. That's what he's saying. The offense line turned the corner. Uh, Vernon back uh, for the defense is huge. What say you on this game? there uh i kind of agree i know you uh the bp was on cincinnati some other guys i know was on cincinnati um obviously that number ran today um uh you know a bunch of people including yourself buying it up um but no i'm not i'm not buying into the i mean listen i know iowa state got some pieces back on defense they were playing a team in TCU that, you know, the starting quarterback goes out. The backup quarterback's not good. Um, the starting quarterback's not good. The backup's I, not yeah, good. I, I don't, I don't, I'm not by, like, it's not a type of game that said to me, like, whoa, baby. It's like clones are back and ready for um, to go into, you know, a Cincinnati team that I think has been better than advertised. So, but, again, this is a number that's kind of got away. Obviously, uh, you know, yourself and some others, you know, played that um, yeah. kind of already steamed through uh, a couple of keys. Yeah, I like Cincinnati quite a bit. I just – they're, they're – I hate using the do factor, but first-year coach with a bunch of new players because they went transfer portal heavy, sometimes that bye week should help them, especially getting a better game plan together for the red zone because if they had better red zone efficiency, we'd be talking more about the Cincinnati team because go look at some of their data points – uh, the final scores aren't matching the box scores. The box scores are much more impressive than the final scores in a lot of Cincinnati games. This is not, should not be a two and three team. I like Cincy off the bye. Charles in the chat, Iowa catching too many points, uh, 10 with a total of 36. I can't do it. Ah, I can't nah, do it. I, I can't do it. They can't, the, the Deacon Hill six for 21. They didn't have a completion to a wide receiver. Like I don't, this is a team that if you're going to get down, 14-0, you know, or have a turnover and get that. Like, there's just no way back. And I don't think, I mean, Wisconsin has been very sturdy against the run this year. Purdue was not. So, I mean, Iowa was able to hand it off, hand it off, and then off. I'll be honest with you, I'd st- at under 10, I'd still play Wisconsin here. I-, I don't see a lot of scenarios. This is a game where I think Iowa is due. That it's t- I-, I mean, it feels like it's been three years since they've been due to get absolutely blasted because they have no offense. Um I don't see it. I don't think they can move the ball. Deacon Hill, I, I thought he could have been a little bit more efficient. I mean, he looked awful. They weren't they and they didn't get him in any of this like Tim Tebow trying, you know, run him into like they didn't do any of that. It was like the same offense they tried to run with McNamara and it was ugly and it's not gonna work again, Wisconsin. Um and even though Wisconsin's offense is 
still clunky, still a little clunky for what it, it should be, what it, you know, what it kind of has been. I think they'll be fine there. Um, I think Iowa gets rolled. Eat that in the chat. Thoughts on Rutgers minus four and a half at home to Michigan State. Uh, I bet Rutgers. I, I wouldn't bet it now. Yeah, I, I guess I'd lean that way, but not not. I wouldn't bet it though. Would you? I'm kind of. It's just. It's not a type of team that I really love. they Rutgers. Nice team to play as a dog um, when they're getting point. You know, they plan a good defensive team. They kind of play ugly football. They want to run the ball when you're having to lay. Um, and now you know five and a half to win by margin. Um, and again, it's not a Michigan State team that's fantastic by any means, but I think they can hang. I don't think the talent disparity is really there in this game. Um, so I, I couldn't lay it now at this point. To be honest with you, a little bit more Rucker steam, and uh, I think it would get bought up anyway before it get to seven. But you, you'd have me at Sparty at uh, a touchdown. Jack Mad in the chat thoughts on Colorado State plus seven and a half. I'm not there. I got to check. What's the status of that wide receiver for them? That Horton kid I, I got saw hurt. Potentially was aiming to be back. The Tory Hold uh, Holden was. Um, I saw you know uh, an early update, but not sure. I know some guys uh, that I bought for wanted to lay Boise. Uh, Boise I laid kinda, seven. Yeah, they laid some seven. They're running like that. Now, I don't love it, but the two-quarterback system where uh, the one Mariner kind of gives them more of a passing look and they're kind of running green some. And so that's a little weird. Um, they seem yeah. to – I mean, they made it work in the comeback in San Jose's defense, but um, Colorado State's defenses. I, I mean, I know we we had them and they played up against that Colorado game. Um Outside of that, they've been they've been, oh their defense sucks. Yeah, it, it's pretty. They gave up six hundred yards last week. <laughs> yeah, so um, yeah, I, it's not one. Uh, it was a play at seven on Boise above that. Nothing for me. Crestman, uh, LSU minus eleven and a half. No, I'm kind of leaning on the Auburn side. Yeah, I'm 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 leaning that way, especially at that number. If they're, I think maybe mostly if you got eleven and a half access, I actually think Auburn's worth a worth a, a decent bet there. Connor in the chat, we talked this one a little bit earlier. Wyoming plus 10 and a half. Eh. I mean, I'm not against that number at 10 and a half with a, a low total, but uh, I bet Air Force early in the week. Uh, yeah, and I would, I would, I would, if you like the Wyoming, I'd let that marinate a little bit. I just yeah. have a feeling that there'll be some, some guys with influence that might even bump that up a bit. I think you'd be able to catch at least an 11. Bob in the chat, this is an intriguing game. I bet both sides of this game already. Houston versus West Virginia. West Virginia only plus – well, they're not plus three. They're laying two and a half, three. Uh, but West Virginia beat TCU, and Houston lost to TCU handily. Plus the power rating I saw had West Virginia much higher. Uh, so FanDuel had a, a, a dumb number. Yep. I bet Houston. Yep. And then I turned around late two and a half with West Virginia. Man, it, it's the type of game that Dana could play. I mean, obviously, <laughs> you've got some dynamics here. Him against his former school. They don't like each other. Uh I don't. I. I think I trust West Virginia more, to be honest with you. But I. You never know what you're getting with Dana. That, that and truer words were never spoken there. I agree with you. That was one of my. You know, the softer open. Uh, I loved that number. Uh, West Virginia team that we just. You know, we talked about with Rutgers. They want to run the ball 50 times. You know, and play. You know, these ugly games and slow defense and don't have much of a passing attack. Uh, so it's not a team you want to back to to really win by margin. It's right where it's, I mean, honestly, it's like at three and a half, I'd lean Houston at two and a half, lean West Virginia type of deal. Um, so I, I don't have anything where it's at. Now, that was one of those that, you know, if, if the Houston number would have stuck around where it was at, I think we would have, you know, kind of been given out on the show. It obviously got bet down pretty good there um, to where I, I think it's all right at current. That's going to be I, I have a feeling. I do. 
gun gun to my head, I think Houston wins this game. There you go. Wouldn't shock me. High intensity game. Uh, they'll get after one another there on a decent Thursday night game. Sack in the chat. Pitt over a TD at home versus Louisville, a new quarterback. Yeah, I did bet Pitt. I, I think it's me a good too. spot for Pitt off a bye. Louisville off the big win against Notre Dame. Pitt changing the quarterback. Jerkovic was terrible. Uh, like Pitt, that'd be another round robin where I could see Pitt winning outright. Even though they have sucked all year, I this is a Narduzzi sp- special here where he just wins the game outright. I'm with you. I we can bet. I, mean, I like that. I mean, there was some. I know we're. This is one of the ones that even after it's got bad, there were some tens out there. Even coming down at, at anything over a TD, um, I really like. I, 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 and again, maybe the the Pitts new quarterback is, is you know a train wreck and it's all like all that. But I think this is the type of ugly game that Pitt can. Uh, you know, it, it's as you said, Narduzzi special. Run the ball, play ugly. Louisville wants to run it a bunch of times. They don't have a fantastic passing game coming off, uh, you know, the, the, the high of all highs there with that Notre Dame win. Um, just like getting uh, getting over a touchdown here. Versus Pitt. And you, you've got a chance. And talk about a bit, some variants where, we, you know, these are the type of plays that you said go in the round robin. If you, Jerkovic was playing so bad, so yeah. bad. They literally moved him to tight end. He's not even on, he's not even on the depth chart for quarterback anymore. That if you get even an incremental lift in quarterback play at Pitt, you're going to see their offense um, perform at a much higher level than it has been. That's the type of game, especially middle later of the season, that that I think has the type of variance that a, a money line Ron Robin play is worth it. So yeah, you can mark us down for best bet there and uh, best bet plus eight. Love yeah. it. And then uh, this is definitely a Ron Robin candidate. Guys, make sure you're hitting that like button. Uh, we will give the official Ron Robin on Friday show, but we've given you a lot I, of okay. ideas And the already. sports Gita owes me because we were up at 1 a.m. live betting USC. I was getting down for him. So he owes me. He's back in the States this week. He owes me. We will have the official Ron Robin Friday. I will make him do it. RW fan 23. I have no idea why Toledo got steamed today. This is the ultimate Jason Candle game sprinkle ball state money line. Uh, ball state's pretty ball bad. Oh, um, my. God, um, I can't believe how bad they are. I just bet Ball State plus the points. Let's just see how <laughs> high it goes. I, I, the number – there was like – God, Toledo is some of these fraudulent – we're like – there was a point on Saturday where I'm like, is UMass live in this game? Yeah. Like, I legitimately thought like they're going up and down the field and then, you know, Toledo really, you know, closes it out. But, I mean, Ball State has been really miserable this year. At the number, though – I, I would agree with you. That, that's the only side I could play. Um, it, these Mac, some of these Mac teams, I tell you what. Um, <laughs> yeah, at seventeen, I, I just I think it's super inflated at home there for and and ball and they've been really bad and losing by two touchdowns to Eastern Michigan is is a really really bad result. Um, Box score and, wasn't as bad as didn't say fourteen. Yeah, no, I'm with you. At, at seventeen. It's the only. It would be a plug your nose and, and take it play. So Jason Cannell's been winning these games. They haven't been covering them. I didn't know. Been covering in San Jose State, Western Michigan, Northern Illinois, UMass. So he hasn't lost one of these games outright, but they are not covering any of these favorite. I, they're due to get clipped. They are yeah. due. I don't know if this is the team to do it, yeah. but I, I tell you what, Miami, Ohio, Buffalo, Central. I, oh, I would Miami one beats them. That one's in Miami. Miami beats them. Yeah, I think they're gonna get clipped. Uh I don't know if Ball State's got the horses, though, to do it. Agree. Uh, Crestman in the chat, how much would the number need to be for you guys to consider UMass Penn State? I, You know what? It's going to have to be high because I'll tell you, James Franklin knows the point spread. So 
I, I can't get there. I mean, it's going to have to get a little, a lot higher, like 45 and a half, maybe. It'll never, <laughs> I was, it'll never get there. I don't think. I know they got Ohio State on deck. Say, but... um, even the 42s got bet and like fade as far <laughs> yeah. as the, people were playing 42 uh, on the fence state. And I know UMass is, is offense has shouldered a little life. It's just, it's not going to work against the defense, the level of Penn State. So, and as you said, like Franklin now is in the Lane Kiffin category of like, I know the point spread. I want to cover it. I have no shame. So um, yeah, they, they have, uh, they have no, you know, shame in terms of uh, there ain't, there ain't kneeling it. They're, they're going to run it up if they yeah. can. And this, you, I, I just, that is the unit that I've maybe been most, it sounds ridiculous. The most disappointed in this year <laughs> is the UMass defense under yeah. Don Brown, who I thought to get with some transfers could be like, not that they were going to be good, they're awful. They're horrific. If, like if they, if their defense was showing what, you know, some of their offenses, this team could have won three, four games, but yeah, I'm with you. Like maybe at post, uh, if I see uh 45 or something, then I'll, you know, hate myself enough to play it. Another question on the UMass game, uh, under 57 and a half. I'll have to check the weather, but I, uh, I bet, uh, I bet the over on that game. UMass games have been dead over offense is way better than I expected. Uh, defense, like you mentioned, huge, uh, you know, incredibly disappointing. Yeah, I don't, um, I mean, I guess it depends what, like UMass, I know they've been going dead overs. They, it's just against this type of defense is the offense yeah, to be able to produce anything. I, I, I just don't but know. Penn State, would it shock you if Penn State scored 50 some That's points? True, right. Yeah. Help? I mean, 56 three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I don't, uh, but not, not nothing on that for me. Aaron in the chat. We'll get to 10, 12 more here, and then we'll close up shop. Uh, Aaron in the chat, any thoughts on Oregon, Washington? Took a while to get to this one. This is a big one. Oh, yeah. Uh, Mr. Muscles on the Oregon side. Do you guys agree? I don't. I don't either. Uh, I like oh, I like Washington. Anything under a field goal, I like Washington. Got the I actually uh, I laid some minus 135 today. A couple places out there still have it. Uh, so, yeah, and I think you, you might be able that to. Out? I'm okay with it. I agree. Uh, yeah, if you like that, I, I yeah, I like. There's a couple even cheaper money lines there. Um, yeah, I, I like uh, the Washington. I think they win the game. Listen, if you want to send me that Oregon at three or better, well, I think this is your classic. This game's trader. You're gonna have people that like Oregon at the three, Washington under the three. Um, so yeah, I, I was looking for a, a cheaper money line on Washington after that steam got it, took it. I think they're, I think they're the better team with the better quarterback and the better coaching staff. Couldn't have said it better myself, and they proved it last year. On the road in Autzen. Now they're at home. So uh, Washington for me. Yep. Love it. Best bet. There you guys go. Thanks for watching for that. Uh, told you we'd get a bunch of best bets here. Steven Robinson, thoughts on Ohio State minus 19 at, at Purdue. I'm not laying points with this Buckeye offense. Not doing it. I, I don't like Purdue, but not doing it. Now with Penn State on deck. What say you? No, I mean, you you just saw again. And now, granted, they were able to, you know, Ryan Day pulled a little, uh, you know, Franklin sneaking the cover in the back door there. Um, there was some serious, serious Maryland money, uh, you know, last week. That, there uh, was. That, that didn't get there. Uh, that that Saturday uh, morning steam uh, hit Maryland. And um, obviously that was the right side. Didn't get home. Ohio State, you know, put in a few late. Um, I just they, they they have offensive line issues that are not solvable. Uh, and, and we've said it all year that McCord. You, I mean, you see what C.J. Stroud's doing on Sundays right now. The the drop off uh, from Stroud to McCord is is pretty sizable. I didn't think it was going to be as sizable as uh, as it has been. He just doesn't. And we're, I mean, we're midway through the year now. You are what they are, and they can't run the ball that well. Like well, against they Maryland, they want to be this pound the football. Like 
I mean, they're running for three yards of carry. So I agree with you. I can't lay that. Purdue's offense has got a little bit more, you know, life uh, in terms of that. So I, I didn't want to back Purdue in this one, but yeah, I don't, I don't want to lay these numbers with Ohio State. Uh, it's, it's, they're, they're kind of like the Marvin Harrison show right now. If you, you take him off this Buckeye team, and oh boy. Yeah, I tweeted. I mean, of course they made the rally at that point, but I, this is the worst Buckeye team in a generation. If you exclude the the goofy year where they had Fickles and interim priors yeah. suspended and all that. This is that bad. They're like, we're going back 20 years. It's not good. I don't care that they want to cover that game. It's bad. Middle of third quarter, they have 10 points. And the the, the, the touchdown was a big six at that point in the game. Unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Maryland's – I don't think Maryland's that great either. Ethan in the chat, Mizzou, Kentucky. I lean towards Kentucky. What Did you bet the game? Man, what a bad beat, Missouri-LSU game. Oh yeah, Ooh. that was it. Uh, I will say that was one. Well, Joey K had some LSU in that one. I like that. You, you know, it all even. That's one of those that you know you always remember the bad beats, but you never celebrate. I had some LSU, so that was one that was uh, was not deserved. Um, I could, Missouri defense again, really tough to bet. I think Kentucky at, at home. Kentucky's been better than I thought uh, on both sides of the ball. Uh, just to say, and I know the Georgia game. It was your classic like. First road game, Georgia been playing a little under expectation. Yeah. We had kind of picked it out on the show. We did, of course, one of our yeah, ones we, that we said did. it. Yeah, yeah, we said we literally said, lay it with lay it with Georgia. We don't give it out on the show. Um, so we you know not gonna do, but it's one we discussed last week that that was the that was the get right spot for Georgia if there was gonna be one, and they got right. And Kentucky plays too similar of a style to Georgia to to have a lot of advantages there against Missouri. I think they'll be. Um, a better in the play. I know some people that did that did take the points with Missouri, though. Now that it's crossed through three, um, it's not for me. I, I even bet I would lean the Kentucky way, though. I'm going to skip ahead. To, uh, and speaking of Georgia, DT plus the points in the chat. Uh, Georgia lane 31 and a half, still short. I did. I'm part of the Georgia money. I just think that they woke up. How can you bet Vanderbilt again? I, another score. I have. We have. I have. I can. Yeah. I tell you what. This Vanderbilt, they're going for the the. I think it's zero and seven at close ATS now on the season. Um, woof! What a d- just disaster this has been. And I backed them uh, in a number of those games. So um, I really thought I can't believe they didn't cover that game on on Saturday. Um, again, stuff you know, Florida offense that was compromised. But yeah, now that as you said, now that this is just one of those classic mismatches where I, I would need more points here to get behind Vandy. Um, I need 35 to give it. I, that's, where I, that's where I was, I was with you. I was like, I need, I need like 34, 35 to, to want to bet Bandy there. So especially if I know the the Swan Seals isn't that much of a dynamic. Seals did not play well last week. Um, and I, I thought there was kind of a significant downgrade. So I don't know if Swan has a shot this week, um, but their passing game, which is really the only thing that they have is a couple of elite pass catchers, uh, did not look good. And I, I can't get back. George will have the crowd edge in this game too. So uh, he, he got to throw out home field advantage. And speaking of home field advantage, John, stuff in the chat. How many points do you add to your power ratings for home field? Case by case basis. I, yeah. I, obviously, P- Penn State whiteout's different than Eastern right. Michigan. Penn State whiteout, LSU at night, yeah. Laramie, Wyoming. Those are yeah. all significantly different than, like, you know, Eastern Michigan. <laughs> like, yeah. Hey, you know, if it's a, it's a MAC game with nobody there and no elevation, no travel, then it's almost nothing. If it's a – you know, a whiteout at night, then then you're talking about, you know, maybe more than a field goal. So, um, yeah, it's 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 a lot different than, uh, you know, where the NFL is a little bit more standardized. But, you know, where college football well, can be a yeah. huge variance. 
on average, though, it is down, obviously, compared to what it was sure. 10, 15, 20 years ago. We're in the two, two and a half range on, on an average. But again, you got disparities. One's worth a point and a half. Others are still worth, you know, the three, yep. maybe a little bit slightly ahead of that. So a big disparity there. Uh, Charles Saul, I like this because I made a bet today in the Heisman market. JJ Heisman. What have I told you I made that bet today? 30 to 1. <laughs> hey, hey, I listened. I, <laughs> I made I've it. I've already got some tickets uh, behind it. So I'm, I'm rooting for I mean, the, the problem being that he's not going to have the video game numbers of a guy yeah, like okay. a Penix. You need the, the Pac-12 guys to all beat up on each other, right? You need, like, Knicks to lose the Penix, Penix to lose the William, like, all of them to get a loss. Which is Michigan possible. To, oh, for sure. It is possible. And Michigan to go undefeated. Um, and then I think you need, like, if JJ has like a 300 yard Ohio state game, uh, you know, to cap off 12 and 0, I think there's a shot. I don't, you know what? And he's got, you know, they've got the Penn state game as kind of a banner game. So at the prices, I'm not, I agree with you. Like, you know, obviously, you know, it's Penix and sort of thing more likely or uh, Dylan Gabriel more likely oh, yeah. to win. Sure. But those guys are now, you know, two, three to one. So uh, yeah. What, what price you get on McCarthy? 30 to one today. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I think that's better than in the preseason. Uh, yeah. I, I told you, Michigan. You were like, I don't want to lay the points. Uh, I <laughs> no, no, you guy. That game, I like. At ninety seconds in, I was like, "Old oh, BP." I, I should have listened to him because it was the pick six, a three and out, and a touchdown drive. That was all she wrote. <laughs> like I was that actually game was over about disappointed. Minnesota scored right before the half. I'm like, this sucks. But uh, I'm. We'll get to that. We'll talk about. We got plenty of time because Michigan doesn't play anybody. They have that look, man. They they got yeah. They're I mean their defense is is real like their de- I mean defensive line wins you you like the New York Giants Super Bowls and the Georgia National yep. Championships and the Bamman. What has been like the main? It's like dominant dominant defensive line and they got it. They got six eight guys that are going to play in the NFL that they rotate through and it's it's the best D line in the country for sure. They got that look. I'll just say you guys can take that for whatever you think it is, but they looked the part. I told you the week before they looked the part. I know it's just Nebraska, Minnesota, but there's just, I know what it looks like uh, the last 10, 15 years. And it looks like Alabama and it looks like Georgia. And I haven't said that about too many teams outside that Southeast corridor in the country. Michigan looks like it this year. I think Harbaugh's pretty confident too, taking pictures on the sidelines. I love it. I love their I hope <laughs> I, I love their whole vibe. I love that Michigan vibe. Yeah, yeah, I don't like Michigan, obviously. I'm rooting for them to win the national championship. It would be so good for college football for Michigan to win the title. Anthony in the chat. SMU under 51 and a half, South Carolina money line, Iowa plus 10, Colorado State plus eight. Uh we'll get to more SMU in a little bit. I didn't bet the total. South Carolina money line against Florida. I don't know. That that's a tough game. Florida, both coaches really need that one. Uh, South Carolina off the bye helps them. Iowa plus 10 can't get there with the quarterback. And I'm honestly a little bit on the Boise side. So out of all those, I don't know if I got a bet. Do you? No, I, I nothing. To be honest with you, I kind of I would maybe partially lean the other way on the SMU total. Um, but yeah, the other the other three, uh, and I and I lean Wisconsin at, at under under 10. So, um, but yeah, no, nothing uh, definitive for me on that list. I'm going to jump ahead real quick. We'll get to the Navy game here in a, in a second, but uh, speaking of Florida, South Carolina, did you do anything yet with the game? No, nothing, nothing on that one. I, I 
gun to my head, you know, small lean South Carolina. Um, but no, have you gotten involved there? I have not. Saw three on the, the FanDuel openers. Regret not betting it, but it, I, I was kind of meandering even at that point because I thought, ah, I could see three. Uh, Brian in the chat, Navy minus three. No, I kind of like Charlotte. They had the defensive line to stop the option, and I agreed with that. I, I wasn't a part of it. it. It hit a little earlier than what I expected on a game like that, uh, especially there was – it opened three. Navy got hit, and I was like, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll come back to Charlotte and the Charlotte money show today. Are you part of the Charlotte money? Nope. This was one that uh, – I agree with you. Charlotte's defensive line uh, you think would have the, you know, the horses to that team that you don't you know biff and that not not a lot of like history on there against the you know the op- or true. whatever the modified option that that navy's running now is um so i yeah i don't i obviously laying it with the team you know charlotte could be a i would need a little bit more i i agree with you I, I was hoping to get a little bit more on charlotte on this one i know the number was up there for a bit uh now that back at three three nine it's kind of in the no play zone for me now Richard in the chat, longtime listener, first time commenter. Uh, one thing's for sure, Boston College not losing this week. Yeah, they're on a bye. That's a big win for uh, Halfley uh, moving forward. As far I as agree. Him now, his hurt, job. hurt my uh, bankroll, hurt my soul, but uh, yeah, they uh, they definitely he needed that win. Um, so yeah, that was a, a nice one for them to pull out. Chuck C, were you guys in on the SMU team? Yep, the old BP tout service jumped BP, in on that one. I was with them on that. I like that. Uh, I agreed with you. Yeah, ECU is. Uh, not either offense is just broken. They can't keep good. pace. And I don't like Preston. What I've seen from Preston Stone that much, but then they won't be able to keep pace. Uh, SMU is pretty good. Uh, they, they, I mean, they play, I still go back to that first three quarters against Oklahoma. They played them straight up, man. Yep, yep. <laughs> I mean, there wasn't anything fluky. They were just playing them. I mean, Oklahoma's pretty good. Better than what I thought. Shout out to Mike in the chat. Mike Vivian. I, uh, uh, he told oh, me yeah, the, yeah. His, uh, his Sooners came through for him on there. Yeah. Uh, so um, hopefully uh, hopefully they drop a game, though, coming up, though, because we don't want Dylan Gabriel uh, winning the Heisman. I don't, li- I don't like Mikey V winning uh, anything. So uh, Dylan Gabriel wins the Heisman. I don't know if I'll show up for a couple streams. Uh, <laughs> exactly. I'm, I'm a, that's going to be a massive loss because out of that – and I just bet JJ. Uh, out of like – there's 10, 12 quarterbacks, I bet. He's not one of them, so that, that would be terrible. And finally, before we get to recap the best bets, Charles in the chat, anything for FIU UTEP, uh, like FIU Jenkins is a go. A lot of money on FIU. Uh, what do you say on this one? Yeah, I saw uh, – I know there was a Jenkins question. I know Gavin Hardison uh, saw an injury upgrade for him. I don't know if he was questionable. UTEP has just been uh, – they're one of those teams that you don't like – you, you kind of had some expectations for us coming in the year and they've been a complete dud uh, and Dimmel's probably gone. Um, so also we need, we, we get, I would, we need UTEP to win this game for our uh, FIU uh, regular season win under. So, um, but there's been a lot of FIU money. Um, so it might be bad. I didn't, I didn't have a bet on this one so far though. I took FIU, but it was a stupid uh, fan to opener. Uh, that'll do it. For the chat questions, thank you, guys. That was a very lively chat session, as always. Uh, let's recap the best bets, because we did get to four or five of them today. Uh, so if you could pull that up, Zach, that'd be awesome. Uh, hopefully, we get some winners. Sam Houston State plus four. Uh, Stanford plus 12. Looks like you guys are betting these. We already have CLV. Washington Moneyline, Pitt plus eight. San Diego State was me. Oh, I didn't ask you about that. What's your thoughts on that one? I hate Brady Hoke. But I've start. I liked what I saw from them in some games, and I think it's such a step down in class 
from Oregon State, UCLA, Boise State, Air Force. And I did not like Hawaii in our best bet that we won, actually. I didn't like what I, I saw against New Mexico State. And I honestly didn't like what I saw when they played UNLV here. I, I didn't see much fighting them. What, did no, you like I'm, that? I'm, it does seem like those two teams are kind of going in different directions uh, where, you know, San Diego State seems like their level of play is going up and Hawaii. I don't know what's wrong with that Hawaii offense. Uh, it looked really good to start the season. The last few weeks, uh, especially the last few times they played against, you know, not exactly particularly great opponents, it really hasn't been there. Um, and Schrager's turning the ball over. So, yeah, I, I think uh, you're on the right side there at that price. All right, guys. Well, that'll do it for the man, the myth, the legend himself, Joey Kanish, producer extraordinaire, Zach Phillips. Guys, remember, for all the show updates, make sure you're following on Twitter at HitTheBooksHQ and at the Hammer HQ. Twitter X, whatever they're calling it. Thank you again, guys, for uh, showing up today, uh, chatting with us. We'll be back on Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern. You just watched Hit the Books, part of the Hammer Betting Network.